Hello, welcome gentlemen, don't get caught. I'm Lynn, and on the other end of the line we have... Me, Ali. Hello. Lovely to have you along here for our discussion of the works of R.E.M. We continue yeah. Monster with the second track, Crush with Eyeliner. Yes, and I'm feeling the pangs of instant regret because I feel, in hindsight, okay. I should have done my intro in a way more flirtatious, coquettish and seductive way to mirror the subject matter of this song. But I didn't because <laughs> Do you feel like it it's a particularly seductive me. song? I mean sort of yes and no, like not okay. in a serious way, but in like a kind of like almost jokey way, I would say. Like it's hmm. not a like out and out joke song. No. But I feel like there is a certain certain percentage of tongue that is in cheek. Okay. I don't know. Am I way off base there? You sound unconvinced. No, I don't. Like, hold this with you. I just, ne- I just never really thought of it that way, particularly. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Now, you, now you say it. I mean, it definitely it doesn't sound like a sort of serious love song. No. But yeah, I just never really thought of it as like particularly flirtatious. Yeah. Necessarily. It's it it. it very much feels like to me and we're doing things unconventionally because we're talking about the lyrics straight off rather than the the music so please excuse us (laughs) long-term listeners we're switching it up but yeah it just feels kind of like he's playing a character this time which i feel like he'd done before like we Mm -hmm. talked about that a bit on world leader pretend which is very much like signposted by the the song title with that one but yeah this this one yeah it feels like an unusual topic or like subject matter for rem it's ostensibly about a woman that the the protagonist of the song thinks is hot which Mm -hmm. is not usual rem (laughs) subject matter i think it's fair to say no like, because they're not Aerosmith or the Rolling Stones. <laughs> I guess it can't be a totally serious song when she's described as a sad tomato. Yeah, it's it's kind of like weirdly like sort of back and forth in in terms of like uh, uh, the the intro like she's intro uh, introed as a sad tomato and like three miles of bad road, which sounds like a bit of a mess. Yeah, but then it's kind of like, but then the tone of the rest of it is like, oh my goodness, she's hot and I'm totally into her. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to slightly embarrass myself, like trying to get her attention and to make her think that I'm as attractive and interesting as I think she is. I'm probably reading way too much into these lyrics. No, I think that's a fair reading. Um, yeah, I like but, it, it for the use of the uh, just using the word smitten. It's a smitten. good word. Smitten yes. is a good word, and it, not a word I would associate with the style of thing that sounds a little. It sounds a little twee in the sense this song does not. So you know, tongue in cheek as it may be, does not hmm. seem twee. No. Am I completely mad? Because I feel like I've made weird musical associations before. Okay. For thinking that musically this kind of blends in with the next track, King of Comedy, in my mind. I, no, I don't think that's okay. totally off base. And okay. I think it also... Thanks. It was generous. 
<laughs> no, I think it follows on very naturally from the previous song as well. Like it almost like flows one into another. It's mm-hmm. like one of those ones where it almost sounds like they just continued playing into this song after they after they finished yeah. the last one, which probably wasn't the case, but it it blends enough that it does feel like that. And also the the guitar tone sounds very similar in its distortedness, mm-hmm. although if anything, it's more so. And I can't believe that I didn't talk about this on the first track, but the first track had a sort of like like a supporting feature of the music. It had like these tremolo-y, like stuttery guitars that yeah. would come in now and again. Well, rather than being a supporting character as they were in the previous song, in this one, they're kind of like the main feature. Yeah. Like, it's so stuttery and odd. But at the same time, to me anyway, this song feels way poppier than the previous one. Hmm. You do not sound convinced. I, I mean, I don't, I don't like violently disagree with you. <laughs> but I, just, I don't know. You know, you know what I mean. I don't, I don't hold the opposite opinion, is what I'm saying. Mm. I just don't think I necessarily hold that opinion. Okay. I, I find it. Yeah. Is it poppier than Monster Frequency, Kenneth? I think there's just something about like. I mean, I'm happy to take your word for it. <laughs> like it doesn't seem significantly less poppy. I just don't know. Okay. I, do, I just don't know whether it, it it feels distinct enough in that sense that I would have made that distinction. But okay, I think. I think what does it for me is that it's, and we disagreed with this on the last time, which is maybe why you don't agree with me now either, is that this seems way more, or certainly a fair bit more upbeat. Um, also, this one, like the the bass line is much higher up in the mix and it's kind of like bouncing around in a very energetic way. I would also describe this song as having swagger. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely has more swagger. Okay, the swagger and the bass line is maybe swaying me a bit. Okay, it just sound, like has this, like even even when there's the line, like walking down the street, it has mm-hmm. like this kind of like strut about the music. Like it's it's walking down, but not like walking down the street in a normal way that you do if you're trying just to get from A to B. This is yeah. more uh, like you dressed up in what you think is a cool outfit and you're kind of walking in a way to like get to attract attention to mm-hmm. yourself. Like you're kind of swinging your shoulders a bit and just like walking in a sort of slightly ostentatious, hey, I'm a hip, young, attractive person. Look at me. Yeah. Um, which is something at my current vintage um <laughs> and uh yeah let's 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 say uh just a general condition that i would just not do but i can remember probably when i was like 21 or 20 that is probably how i walked down the street <laughs> time um yeah so essentially swaggering this this song has swagger and it's almost literally describing that <laughs> in the lyrics Yes, it's it's aspirational at least in its swagger. It's aspirational yes. swagger. Yeah, 
Um, which is interesting that I say it sounds like a very kind of youthful song when it's actually made by a band who are probably like were a similar age to us now. <laughs> yeah, mid nineties. Yes, you're right. Sort of yeah. like latter half of your thirties. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah to me like I've said tongue in cheek, but I'd also describe it as playful. Hmm. Um, yeah, that, I, there I would agree with that element. Yeah, he kind of reaches a bit with his vocals, but not in a like a plaintive way, more in a kind mm. of like, I don't know, in a sort of like slightly over the top performancey way. But I think that's all, again, part of the part of the character. There's also like at various points, like vocal overdubs, like there's like the main vocal part, but there's like extra like bits at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um and sometimes it will be in a slightly different tone. Um, like, and some of it, some of it will, will be more like a, a bit closer to being spoken than sung, but at the yeah. same time as the singing. It's kind of, it's just like an intriguingly textured song. And yeah, it, it, I think it just works really well with the songs either side of it. Like, it kind of gives the al- the album some like momentum. And kind of continuity. Um, continuity is a good word. I really do think that it fits the album structure. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I didn't. I don't think I actually used this on the episode, but I would say not least because of the lyrical content. You know, much as we struggled to discern what it was, mm-hmm. but what's the frequency? Kenneth had like a certain weariness. Yeah. Whereas this has like this kind of peppy upbeat thing but like the musical style like there's a continuity and a like a like certainly like in terms of the instrumentation it's similar but it's just a different mood with the same Mm -hmm. like almost like with the same instrumental settings uh so that's kind of cool which again is is interesting compared to the previous album where they kind of jumped around in terms of like styles quite a lot and there wasn't i don't know maybe i'm misremembering it doesn't feel like there was a huge like it felt quite a lot like each song was almost like it's a sort of its own distinct unit whereas this feels like they flow into each other at least at this stage on the album yeah i'm not sure i go quite far as everything being completely distinct and automatic but certainly this album so far and I think certainly that's going to carry on the next couple of songs at least. Um, maybe more. We'll see how we feel. Um, yeah, it does flow and does feel much more coherent, for better or worse, depending on how much you crave variety, I guess. <laughs> but, um, and, but yeah, like it does really hang together. And fuzzy guitars. If you and really fuzzy like guitars. fuzzy guitars, you will like this I love album. some fuzzy guitars. And tremolo. Because, <laughs> my goodness, it's like Peter Buck is like, Tremolo is the best thing ever I've decided for this album. <laughs> so I'm going to saturate everything in it. It's a little bit of an overstatement, but not much of one. Not too much. Yeah. It's interesting that you go, like, you know, nearly 10 albums into your career and then suddenly def- decide that there's this effect that you now love. That's right. Or, well, you know, maybe you plugged in the wrong pedal one day and was like, oh, just like, what's oh, this? Where's this been all my life? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but I like the fact that it gives it 
a distinct character and i think it's super cool i mean we're kind of getting to album summing up territory already which no it's too soon it is too soon it is too soon for that but it's it's good to talk about you know the album so far we've sort of talked a little bit about lyrics and i realize we're jumping around but i do like the fact that this has the silly rhyme of i could be your frankenstein (laughs) it's just very silly it is very silly that's something that i i really don't feel like i picked up particularly and 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 hearing you talk about it has been interesting the sort of i don't know self-awareness like silliness of this Mm. (laughs) song particularly and whether that I think we'll discuss obviously much later whether that is a a, a theme or whether it's just like this incident, but just an, an outfit that they're trying on for this song. Yeah, before discarding. I mean, not that previous songs <laughs> and previous albums have lacked any humor at all or self awareness, but but yeah, it feels like this this particular is is more knowing. But irony yes. is the shackles of youth, Ali. <laughs> yes. So, what do we feel about that? <laughs> Very conflicted. So- <laughs> But I like irony, but you're telling me that it's somehow a somehow a weakness. Well, let's find out next time. Promises, <laughs> In a promises. Song that is called King of Comedy, but is it funny? I don't know. <laughs> we'll we'll find out. We will. We'll find out if it's more knowing and more amusing and more silly than and Crush with Eyeliner. Scorsese. Scorsese. <laughs> yes. Uh cool. Right. Uh join us for that please and thank you take care everyone bye bye turn on narrator toggle switch on gdgcpodcast at gmail.com very polite very polite